Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's widely expected and widely reported that this week we're going to see another hike from the Bank of Canada. Well, I mean, it's a foregone conclusion we're going to see a hike. The only question, I think, is uh, how much of a hike we're going to see. And it depends on um, who you listen to. Uh, I've seen not many, but some say it could be just half a point. A lot of people saying it could be three quarters of a point. And some people saying it could be another full point hike. And um, not everybody seems to be in agreement in terms of how much the hike should be, if there should be a hike, where we are. I mean, there are so many different ways to read where we are in terms of this inflationary cycle that you can get differing opinions, right? And that's what it's about. Raise the interest rates to curb inflation, which, as we know, has been up around 7 8% year over year uh, for a few months now. Target range for Bank of Canada closer to 2 So to get a breakdown on what we might see tomorrow, and what it might mean for us long-term. We're going to chat now with David McDonald, a senior economist at the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives. David, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. So let's just start. What are are you anticipating? Like I say, I mean, there's a number of different predictions circulating out there. What are you expecting to see from the Bank of Canada? I mean, I think it'll be a half point. Uh, I'm not sure if anybody knows in advance, but I think that would put us at the top end of what the bank itself has said is its neutral range of 2 to to 3%. Now, what they mean by neutral range is that within that range, they are not providing stimulus to the economy and and driving extra growth. But on the other side, um, they're not withdrawing economic growth and potentially pushing us into a recession. So they're at the high end of the range. That would be the top end of the range, 3%. Um, and that would be, you know, a half point. Now, uh, over the course of the summer, we have seen inflation come down a bit uh, from the highs that we mm-hmm. saw in the June data. I mean, the June highs were really driven by extremely high gasoline, record high gasoline prices. Uh, and so that was one of the big drivers. And we've seen gasoline prices decline a fair amount uh, from June, where we saw those highs of over $2, um, you know, depending on where you were in the country now into the mid sort of dollar and a half range. Um, and so, uh, you know, we can look at gas prices every day, even though the inflation numbers are lagged a little bit. And so I think that, uh, you know, when the next inflation round of inflation numbers come out in September, we'll see that they're probably down a little bit further. They're not going to be at 2%. Um, but, uh, you know, they might, they might be down a little bit further from, uh, from the, the July data, which is the most recent that we have so far. And the thing, David, you know, I've talked to a couple of different economists on the air here who say, if you're looking at year-to-year numbers, like you say, they might look probably be down a little bit more, but still up from where they were a year ago. And in order for that to sort of get back to the 2 to 3% range, you're probably looking at next spring because that's just how the numbers work out. But one guest said if you break it down month over month versus month over month and over the past, you know, summer, three months or whatever, if you extrapolate that over the course of a year, we're in the range that we want to be in. We've already had enough correction. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, this is the, this is the issue with with inflation is right. that you're doing a year over year. It's not a month to month. So you know, even if gas prices drop a lot, even if prices drop 
you know, a fair amount this month compared to last month, or the growth the growth rate comes comes right down. You don't see it for a, for a year mm. because that that big you know the big increases that we saw in June are kind of baked in now over the course of the entire year. I mean, one of the things that uh, you know on the uh, you know when we think about commodity prices, things like gasoline, we are used to those going up and down, right? Uh, but in in other areas where prices are much stickier, uh, it, it it's unclear whether we will see big price decline in some of those areas that aren't directly commodity-driven. So we think of like food prices, for instance. You know, would we actually see food prices come down despite the fact that some of the inputs, like the price of diesel to ship the food around the country, has come down? It's not entirely clear. And so this is one of the interesting features. I mean, you know, as we were coming into this last fall, uh, I was certainly one of the the advocates for it being uh, being transitory, which is to say that it was driven by short-term increases in commodity prices like gasoline. Uh, Turns out I was wrong. Uh, It had certainly been been much more persistent than that. Um, And we have started to see gas prices come down. And the question is whether we start to see uh, decline in the pressure on prices outside of those key commodity prices that that really kicked off this cycle to other things like the like the price of food, for instance. So, what are you expecting? Uh, like you say, a half point tomorrow is sort of what you're thinking. And then, do we sort of ease off with the hikes for a while, or do you see more of those in our future? I mean, I think that I think that a half point is is likely. Um, certainly, the U.S. Fed has become much more aggressive in pushing yes. this. Come hell or high water, inflation is coming down to 2%. We're going to get a recession if we need one, but we're going to get to 2%. It doesn't matter what else happens. Um, and so I, I really, you know, it's, it really seems like that has potentially kicked off a change in the tone. We're seeing this, too, uh, with uh, the EU central bank, where there seems to be a change in the tone, where it's not the soft landing necessarily anymore. It's we're going to get to 2%, crash landing, soft landing, whatever landing, we're going to get to 2%. Um, I mean, it, it will be interesting to see what the bank's reaction is to lower gas prices and what that means in the, in the inflation figures that we see at the end of the summer. Um, that, you know, they're, they're plenty concerned with wages and, and what we're going to see in wages. I mean, wages have been a fair amount behind inflation over this entire period. Workers are just trying to, trying to keep pace. Um, you know, if we actually started to see workers' wages get anywhere near to keeping pace to inflation, uh, it seems to me that that, uh, that would provide more fuel to the fire to the bank just to say we're going to keep increasing interest rates so we get back down to 2%, come hell or high water, recession, no recession, doesn't matter. Hmm. Our goal is 2%. Um, but, you know, I think the fall will be will be a real decision point, not only on the inflation piece, like whether we do see inflation start to moderate in other areas, but also what the bank's reaction is to that. I mean, yeah. at present, we're very much within the, you know, their long-term forecast of, of where they thought inflation was going to be. I mean, we're not that far into the long term, but, you know, based on their, their most recent forecast of where they think inflation could should be, we're, we're within that. I mean, the, in the last months of data was well within that, that range. We were yeah. a little bit below. And so we're very much within that range. Now, I mean, that what they haven't published is, you know, they haven't sort of given forward guidance as to, okay, the increases are going to be this amount every month going forward. And so I think that'll be, you know, once we get into the fall, I mean, if there is a three quarters of a, uh, you know, of a point or a full point that we see tomorrow, uh, I think that'll, that sort of may indicate a more aggressive policy. That may mean that we might not see a big increase in October, um, you know, but if we see a half point now, you know, it, I think it'll really be in the next month or two that, that we'll really see the future direction, whether our central bank becomes 
uh, much more hawkish on inflation like the U.S. one has. Yeah, I mean, when you've got the U.S. Federal Reserve talking about, yeah, there's going to there's more pain in our future. I mean, those were the actual words that they said. So yep. obviously, it's a different mindset. And you think the Bank of Canada is still going to try and find that sweet spot. That's what they've talked about, right? The soft landing rather than the recession. Yeah. So the tone hasn't changed yet. Uh, we may. I mean, we're going to see another kick at that at the tone, you know, of what of whether the tone has changed in tomorrow's announcement. I mean, that's also, you know, it's not only the the amount of the increase, but also reading through the text of it and what are they focusing on? What's the tone? Have the, has that tone become more hawkish, more aggressive in terms right. of come hell or high water, soft landing is not what we're going to get. Like folks are going to become unemployed. Like our goal is here to unemploy people until we get inflation down at two percent. Um, you know that. And the tone may well change, given the given the uh, speech from uh, Cole, um, uh, from Powell in the U.S. Uh, you know, three weeks ago now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, great stuff. Thanks very much. I appreciate your time, David. Thanks for having me. That is David McDonald, who is a senior economist at the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, and as he said, we will find out tomorrow.